guys, welcome to Struggles with the Stepmom. Today I'm gonna to talk about boundaries. It's something that so many stepmoms have suggested to be mentioned on the podcast. And I think it's very important because no matter what relationship you're in, you need boundaries. Boundaries are essential, okay? Boundaries are really important. And you probably have heard the term boundaries, but sometimes you may not know how to set them or define them and people might think your boundaries are stupid so it kind of makes you feel intimidated don't feel intimidated boundaries are important boundaries are essential boundaries no matter big or small they are important and they should be validated so you need to make sure that your boundaries are being validated whether it's with your significant other your stepkids your the kids mom your friends your family your loved ones have boundaries because otherwise you're going to be taken advantage of. You're not going to be able to do what you want. And the reason I love having boundaries is because throughout this process, there was no way in heck that I'm going to walk on eggshells in my home. And at first I was starting to walk on eggshells in my home. And then I got tired of it. And I was like, nope, not anymore. I am not doing this. This is not how I want it done. I'm setting this boundary, I'm setting that boundary, and so on and so forth. And now things are starting to run more smoothly. Um, so you might say, okay, well, what are boundaries? Um, boundaries, in my opinion, are something that I will not tolerate or put up with. So, you know, when you're a young person and before you have kids, you know, you, you see little babies in the store having a temper tantrum and crying and screaming and throwing things in. You know, these moms and dads are just looking so lost, okay? And you're just thinking, oh, no, like, if I ever have a child, they will never act like that. And guess what? They do because there's no boundaries set in place, okay? Well, it's a little bit more challenging for stepkids um, because they have multiple households that they go into. And mom may have a different boundaries than dad and um stepdad might have a little bit of different boundaries than stepmom and so they're trying to remember all of these different boundaries and these different rules and these chores and all the different things that they're dealing with but at the same time you have to still stick with those boundaries you can't just use that as an excuse all the time okay so that's where i'm going to say this now you may have to repeat yourself a few times before a boundary is clear cut and precise okay um, there's so many times I have to repeat myself and say, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to tolerate your behavior. You are not going to treat me like this. There's going to be consequences for it. So, uh, I'm sure you all can relate. This happens in my household so often and it's because it's a failure on my part. Okay. And it's a failure on whoever doesn't set those boundaries part. So... Have you ever asked your kids to do something and then you ask them again and you ask them again and again and again and they don't do it? And then eventually you're just so ticked off because they haven't done it. You're just screaming your head off and they're like, well, why are you screaming at me? Well, if you would have done it the first time, I wouldn't be screaming. That's because whatever you asked them to do, you didn't set clear boundaries and structured and guidelines from the beginning. If you say, okay, Olivia, if you don't get your room cleaned by 
six o'clock, you're not going to your extracurricular activity. I've had to do this with my own stepchildren. I literally had to say, you know what? You guys are not gonna leave your rooms like a slobbish mess. You are going to clean these rooms and if they're not clean, you're not going to cheerleading, you're not going to bowling, you're not going to soccer, whatever they were in at the time. And that is what motivates them to do it because they know, hey, if I don't, she's not gonna tolerate my room being a mess. So if I don't have it cleaned, I'm not gonna be able to do fun things. So there's a boundary set in place and there's a consequence. You always want to make sure you have a boundary and a consequence. Because, you know, if a boundary is broken, there has to be a consequence. Because otherwise, if they break that boundary, they're not respecting it. They're not, and then you're just gonna be taken advantage of. And that's not okay. And so, you're probably wondering, okay, well, how do I establish them? Okay, well, I, to be honest with you, sometimes they're just straight up front and to the point on boundaries and what you're going to tolerate and what you're not going to. Sometimes it's going to take your stepkids, your significant other, or the kids, uh, other parent to do something. And then you're going to realize, you know what? They just crossed and the line and hit a boundary with me. So now I need to let them know of that. Okay. So you're probably thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm struggling with the kids uh, other parent doing this or that. How do I put them in their place? Because I feel like I have no say so. Well, let me tell you something. Being a step mom or step parent in general, you do have a say so when it comes to your home. Okay. You have 120% say so of what happens in your home. And if you don't, you need to set these boundaries quickly. So that way you have control because you should not have to walk on eggshells in your own home that you're paying the bills for, okay? Because I started doing that. I started making that mistake and walking on eggshells. And then I learned like, you know what? I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna do this anymore. It's tiring, it's exhausting, and I'm not getting anything out of it. Nobody's respecting me. This is how you gain respect is by setting boundaries and consequences. Boundaries and consequences. So, you know, don't feel defeated if you don't have a bunch of boundaries at first and that they develop over time. That's totally okay. Um, you know, when it comes to the birth mom, if it's something that affects your household, then you have every right to make a boundary with her. So I'm going to give you some of the examples that I had to set boundaries with. When I first got in the relationship with my significant other, there was times where, you know, we would get the kids and she would just call at nine o'clock at night, 9.30 at night, um, and ask to talk to them. And I told her flat out, you know what? The kids have a bedtime here at nine o'clock. If you would like to call them and talk to them, you're more than welcome to, but please make sure it's you know, before eight o'clock. Anytime after eight o'clock, they will not be talking to you on the phone. And she got upset about it, but oh well, sit there and spin because you know what? You're not gonna disrespect my household to where I have to wake the kids up and then you talk to them for five minutes and then I have to deal with them giving me a hard time going back to bed after I had just busted my butt for 30 minutes getting them to where they're at now, only for you to try to call and talk to them and make me feel like a crappy person. You're not making me feel like a crappy person. That's why I'm setting this boundary. You're not to call if you want to talk to the kids. You're only going to call before 8, anytime after that. 
If you call, there's not going to be an answer. And she had to learn to respect that. Um, the same as I would have respect her if she had that same thing, but I've never tried to call her or my significant other never try to call her after eight o'clock anyways, because we respect her and her household and her time. And so not everybody um, is respectful like that. So unfortunately, those types of things, you have to set those boundaries and say, hey, this is my boundary. You're not going to call at this before this time, you know, after this time, because if you call after this time, the consequences is you're not talking to them. And another instance was, is we ended up getting the kids' phones, and um, there was a lot behind that um, of us not knowing where the kids were when they weren't on our time, and we wanted to talk to them, and we weren't getting our required phone calls. And so we got the phones. Well, when the kids were with their mom, they weren't allowed to talk to us on the phones. And... Um, you know, mom expected them to answer every text message, phone call, you name it, when they were on our time. And we had to put a stop to that and say, you know what, if they're not going to talk to you, uh, talk to us on your time, and they're not going to talk to you on our time, because this is not fair, and we, we wholeheartedly believe in being fair. And, you know, there was a time that it really irked me because she would text the kids, oh, I'm on my way to come get you. But then we would never receive a phone call or a text message saying, hey, I'm on my way. You don't know if um, we ran up to the store or if the kids are in the pool or if they're just getting out of the shower or they're finishing up dinner. And you're just trying to show up when you ever feel like it. So I literally had to say to her, um, I'd appreciate it if you didn't show up at my house unannounced, that you made a phone call or text message to me or my significant other letting us know that you were on her way. I tell you, I've never seen that woman shut up so quickly in my whole life because those boundaries affect my household. And I have every right to stand up for those boundaries. You know, there's going to be times where um, you're going to hit a boundary for the kid's mom and you're not going to know it. And she may not say anything, but then she's going to get an attitude. That's how you're going to know that you hit a boundary. And you just don't want to cross a boundary with the kid's mom or the kid's dad or whatever because... You have to be respectful of them. You know, this is their mom or this is their dad. And just as you want to be respected of your boundaries, you have to do the same thing in return. So that's why it's really important to, you know, respect those boundaries and really define them. And if you have to, you know, if there's something that occurs and say, you know what, hey, you know, you really crossed a boundary for me or did I cross a boundary for you? Ask. It doesn't hurt to ask because I am a firm believer that if you don't ask, how will you know? I'm not a mind reader. I don't know if anybody else is that's listening, but I know personally I'm not a mind reader. So if someone doesn't tell me that there is a problem, I'm never going to know it's a problem. And that was something that really, um, really helped and kind of, um, Made or break, make it or break it with co-parenting is, is, you know, that's what you have to do is you got to communicate. If you want to be a successful co-parent with this other parent that um, 
as the kid's mom or dad, you have to make sure there's boundaries in place. You know, you can set simple boundaries with your significant other and say, you know what? This is a boundary for me. I'm not going to participate in any of the kids' school activities. When it comes to communication with you and the other parent, I don't want to be a part of it. Um, you know, there's so many boundaries that you can set in place to make this an easier transition for yourself and your sanity. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's taken me six years to just get this far and there's a lot of things that I've learned and that's worked and hasn't worked and I hope that when I share these tips and tricks with you that it does make things a little bit easier and makes things a little bit more um, less complicated I guess you know but when it comes to boundaries in your home and for yourself and it affects you directly or in your home directly you have every right, I'm telling you, you have every right and don't let anybody feel, make you feel ashamed of that, okay? You are validated. I hear you, I see you, I am you. Trust me, I know how it feels. And the sooner you set these boundaries, you'll watch. It's going to start going into like a domino effect and things are just going to start falling in place easier and better for not only you, but for your stepkids and for your co-parenting relationship, your relationship with your significant other, um, and all of that. And, um, I just want you to know that you have to learn that if you don't respect your significant other's boundaries, your stepkids' boundaries, um, the kids, other parents' boundaries or anybody's boundaries for that matter, they're not going to respect yours. So that's where you have to kind of give and take. Okay. I've set these boundaries in place, but the reason that they're not respecting them is because I'm not respecting theirs in return. And so it's, that's where you have to be selfless and kind of give and take. Um, because if you're doing everything in your power to respect their boundaries, they need to make sure that they are respecting yours. And you know what I had to do, um, you know, with my significant other and stepkids, we had to have a family meeting. And I don't know if you guys are comfortable with doing that, but it is so beneficial to like once a month or every other week, um, have like a family meeting and sit down and discuss things and say, Hey, you know, like what would be a boundary? Explain what in your opinion is a boundary and have them start forming boundaries so that way you know what they're okay with and they're what they're not okay with okay so say you have a preteen or even a teenager their boundary might be like okay well don't just walk in my room uh unannounced okay but then you're thinking well this is my house i'll walk in whatever room i want well that's where you have to kind of give and take a little bit um you know okay well if i start knocking before i enter in i expect this from you I expect it in return. So you're not going to just walk in mine in your dad's room unannounced. You're going to knock before you enter in. And I'll do the same respect and give that same respect back to you and make sure that even though this is my house, I will knock on your door when you are home and make sure that you know I'm outside before I just walk in. And that's where um, it's a really important to learn their boundaries because you know, like if you're going in, I mean, for my in, for my circumstance and my situation, I was fortunate enough to enter my stepkids' lives when they were really young. 
So now I'm kind of facing that preteen, teenage stage, and it's a whole new ball game. So I can't imagine, you know, being a stepmom to a teenager, and that's what you're getting first thing when you walk in to the relationship. And I have so many stepmom friends that are dealing with that. You know, they have, you know, a two and three year old, and then their partner has a 12 year old, a 13 year old, and a nine year old. And they're trying to blend all of these kids into one household, and it's strenuous. It's, you know, it's so hard and complicated because, you know, the kids feel a certain type of way towards her, and her kids are still little, so they still are accepting of her significant other. And you have, you know, two different other parents that you have to respect at the same time. So there's just a lot going on. And that's why definitely boundaries are really important. So I hope that this helps. And I hope that you can start thinking about some boundaries that you want to work on and go over. And I will be back in touch with you here shortly um, for our next episode. I'm going to cover how to be selfless. And the episode is going to be called The Selfless Stepmom. So be sure to check it out. Thanks, guys. Bye.